Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Octopus Inc. I am your host, Annalisa, and tonight I'm obviously playing around with some special effects. Anyway, I'm going to be talking to you tonight about world building. So this topic is extensive. So we'll like, we likely won't cover everything tonight. Trust me, you could probably make an entire season of a podcast based solely on world building, but I'll go over some of the basics of what world building is and then cover the rest in a later episode, you know, just to get you started. Um, now a lot of people actually think that if they write contemporary fiction, they don't need to worry about world building. A lot of the time world building is associated with just fantasy and sci-fi. Um, but that simply isn't true. You definitely need to worry about world building, no matter what genre you write in. Even if you base your story in New York city, you still need to practice good world building skills. Many new writers will mistake world building with setting. And this is only partly true. World building goes so much deeper than that. Every character you create and introduce to your story is going to follow a certain set of rules themes, and moralities. And these are going to set up your world. And honestly, without even realizing it, you create your first rule in your world by establishing the genre of your story. If it's a contemporary piece, your first rule is that your story is going to follow those conventions. You know, no magic, realistic plots set in real world places with believable um, storylines and believable characters. Uh, It's if you're going for that contemporary setting, but with a little bit of fantasy involved, this is going to change a lot of the rules of your world. It's entirely, it's going to change entirely, really. Suddenly you're, you're going to have, um, you're going to have all these different things you need to explain, like what elements are going to actually include this little bit of fantasy. Is it that there's a hint of magic within your protagonist? If so, this is going to open up a whole new spectrum for your world. Um, It's going to raise questions like, where did the magic come from? Why is it this protagonist? Things like that. Um, So let's, let's talk a little bit about magic first, because that's a, that's a big one. Um, Your magic is going to need rules in order to, to seem believable. Um, it just, it can't just be a free for all. And this is because it's going to get boring really fast. If your magic can do whatever you want, your readers are going to question the point of the story. Why? Because you're, you lose the struggle, the drive to find answers or the need to discover oneself, you know, the things that kind of, um, that magic will bring out in a story. If magic can do the hard stuff for you and the characters are using magic willy nilly, what's the point of the story? Or on the other side, if magic has no rules and the characters aren't using their magic willy nilly, your, your readers might think that they're a little dumb. If there are no consequences, why not use magic to solve all your problems, right? Um, you want, (laughs) You want everything to have their their own rules and regulations, and you you can't break them once they're set. It breaks down the reality of it all. 
Yes, it isn't a real place, but your read, you want your readers to think and feel like it could be real. Why do you think Harry Potter was so successful? J.K. Rowling gave her readers a world they could believe in. Something in our world, but just out of the corner of our eyes. It's set in present day England. Okay, not present day anymore. You know, it's 1990s, but you get the idea. There's a whole other side to England. Well, to the world, really, that us muggles can't see. Come on, how many of us as kids didn't sit up waiting on our 11th birthdays for our letter from Hogwarts, right? Whether you like her style or not, Rowling had a way of capturing her readers and making them believe the world she wrote about was possible. She had set rules for the magic. She had a government in place. She had explanations for why things were done a certain way and consequences for what happens when you don't follow those rules. And then she introduced the readers to this world through the eyes of an outsider, a newcomer, someone who could marvel in the world just as the readers do. We saw Hogwarts for the first time at the same time as Harry. His reactions were our reactions. That's what you want in your own world building. You want your world, you want to make your world possible and believable. Now, I'm not saying you need to follow that same structure to write your own books, but each decision you make in planning out your story is going to work towards the building of your world. Now, take Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, for example. The reason that so many people have a problem with this screenplay is that it doesn't exactly follow the same rules that were established in the Harry Potter book series. One of those, without giving any spoilers, has to do with the time turners and what that ends up doing in the play. J.K. Rowling, in her books, had guidelines on how that type of magic worked. Not to mention there's a certain scene in book five that, let's just say, kind of makes it impossible for certain scenes in Cursed Child to take place. And a slew of other inaccuracies that just drive fans a little mad. Not gonna get into it, but it's also not written by J.K. Rowling, but you know, whatever. <laughs> so it all, it, it all needs to make sense. Everything you're doing with your world building needs to make sense. There needs to be reasons for why things are done a certain way. There needs to be a theme and a, centra- a central morality to the world as a whole. You know, a solid sense of what is right and what is wrong and what the consequences of those would be. Take a look at Hunger Games. Everyone has their place in the world. No one steps out of line. No one rebels. Until Katniss raises her hand as tribute. Suddenly, the world we're reading is different. But the world hasn't changed. The way the world operates remains the same. We're still seeing it. We're just seeing it differently because Katniss did something differently. We're seeing the consequences of someone testing the limits. Now, it's not impossible to change how things are built up in your world. 
but you should have a really good explanation for why these things changed and definitely spend some time on the page working that out with your characters. You don't want to start a story with 80% of it completely non-magical and then in the last 20% of the book start to introduce some kind of magical element or theme. Big changes to the world need to happen slowly throughout the novel or short story. These are usually built up. Like if you're looking at um, Hunger Games as an example, you know, all of each book, it all leads up to Katniss ultimately changing how the world, how everything in the world works. But it's not like a, you know, a snap decision or a snap situation that happens. It's It happens over the course of all three books. So that's kind of how you want to approach that kind of drastic change. If you want your world by the end of your books or book series or whatever to make a change from point A to point B, it's going to be that gradual slope like we talked about in in narrative arcs. But Annalisa, what about plot twists and all that crazy suspenseful stuff to keep the reader hooked? Yes, those are important. And while you can help with your world, while they can, they can help with your world building, these plot twists are going to be different. Plot twists aren't meant to change the very fabric of the world you're building, unless that is your intent. But if that is the case, you need to provide a lot of foreshadowing before you get to this major twist. If you don't, and you just change everything, you risk ripping your reader out of the story because you've altered the reality they are building in their minds. The reality you are building on the page. Now there's definitely more we can cover on this subject, but for now, I think we're just going to leave it here. Hopefully it's given you some things to think about for your own stories. Next week, I'm going to be talking about points of view. I'm also going to provide a few links in the description below that really dive into the grit of what world building is and how you can master it. Um, later on in the season, I will cover more on world building, but for now, I think, I think you have a good start to get started with your own stories. I hope everyone has a great night, a great week, and a wonderful holiday this weekend. Happy writing.